This is the podcast by the Straits Times. Hello and welcome to Pop Vouchers, a pop culture podcast by the Straits Times. My name is Jen Lee, and I'm joined, as always, by Yosem Joe. Hello, hello, hello! And today we are here to talk about the issue that's on everyone's lips. All right, yes. obviously the brownface ad that actor and DJ Dennis Chu did with EPay and the backlash, and of course what happened with Pretty Please and Subas Naya's rap video. And how the police is investigating it and everything, okay? Yep, and joining us today is S. Sakthavel, but we call him Sakthi. Hi, Sakthi. Hi, guys. Okay, so just to recap for everyone's benefit, so we're on the same page, alright? What happened was last month, Mediacorp actor and DJ Dennis Chu, he was on this EPA ad, right? And uh, he basically did brown faces. He appeared as four characters a Chinese man, Chinese woman, as well as a woman in a tudong, and a man with visibly darkened skin, alright? And you could see his lanyard said, Kemutu Sami. So obviously there was a lot of backlash from the public and local online personality Pretty Please and her brother rapper Super Snyder they responded with a rap music video right basically mm-hmm. where they changed the lyrics to a certain song this video was flagged as offensive content and Law and Home Affairs Minister K Shanmugam actually came out and said that it crossed the line and it's not acceptable and as of now even as we record this the police are investigating the matter so today we're going to use this as a news pack and we're going to talk about race depiction in Singapore as a whole. Basically, today we're trying to answer the question, can portraying a race other than your own ever be okay? But first, let's dive into some of the clear examples that have happened in the past that are clearly not acceptable. One of the ones that comes to mind is Shane Powell. Right. Yeah, so in 2016, if I'm not wrong, he was in Togger series, I Want to Be a Star. He darkened his skin and... It, it was, was blackface, actually. Blackface, yeah, because sorry, blackface. He wore an Afro wig and he had... Yeah, darkened his skin. Darkened his skin and he was trying to pass as an African man. That had some backlash. People thought it was offensive. Yeah. Rightly, they should think so. And they were fined and, you know, apologised and everything. And just a year before that, right, we also had actor Desmond Tan going on his personal Instagram account and he donned a turban and brown face and moustache and everything and basically wished everyone happy Dipavali. Mm. So, you know, so it was basically meant to be a Dipavali greeting but he went full on brown face, alright? Don't forget the lips either. That was the worst part. He had protruded lips la, for people who didn't know. He kind of posed in a manner that yeah. emphasised the lips. So what do you feel? Yeah. First of all, don't do the painted face, man. I could even hazard and say you can do the accent. You can do the accent but oh, don't paint the face. Yeah. Why though? Like, we get it. Same thing with the ad as well. This guy's gimmick is whole, you know, I do all these dress-ups and I do all these characters, in male, female, but dressed up all in different ways. You know, the EPA ad, they came out to say that it's actually supposed to be representative of people from different walks of life. Yeah. So they were trying to portray, like, you know, our diversity in Singapore and everything. Mm. But what exactly is your objective, you know? Yeah. And, and what exactly are you perpetuating? I would just like to ask, Sakti, why in particular are you not okay with people painting their skin? I think the thing about the skin, right? Number one is the most obvious thing. Mm-hmm. And especially if it's someone you know, in the sense that someone off the TV, right? You know this guy looks like this. He's fair skin, dark skin, whatever. Once that changes, that becomes the most obvious thing. That's what you look at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that becomes like a caricature of what that person is supposed to be. You know, when you see things like Racial Harmony Day and people dress up as different races... That doesn't tend to be thought of as offensive. And which is like, why is that so? You know, what exactly is the difference here? It's quite clear because for Racial Harmony Day, it's a deliberate education, right? And telling the kids, like, let's appreciate each other's cultures. These are the costumes, exactly. We are a multiracial society. Mm -hmm. Let's appreciate it. It's like the meaning of the costumes. Exactly. And you are taught the meaning and everything. You don't just wear it and ha ha ha, like, you know. And you know how it's not just the costumes, it's also like sharing each other's culture. There'll be a food fair and Mm -hmm. you, you eat satay. And you learn more about like traditions and customs and everyone's 
exactly everyone's yeah. food and culture and everything right I think first of all we shouldn't call them costumes oh yeah definitely but to be honest I do too these are just clothes mm-hmm. you know that different people from different cultures wear and I think I agree with you when you say you know it's kind of educational in a way and it's a matter of sharing as long as you do it with respect it's not a joke right you don't put it on and it's not like haha funny right yeah. mm-hmm. it's like you put it on and then maybe you learn something maybe it just looks nice that's okay yeah. too if you like something and you want to wear it great that's how people share things people learn things Mm-hmm. But it cannot be the butt of the joke, and I don't understand why it's funny though. All right, now if you're enjoying this podcast, please do subscribe to hashtag Pop Vouchers on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify, and give us a like and rating. Like and rate us five stars. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes, yes we have our own channel now, so please yes, search hashtag Pop Vouchers. Now Thank we're guys. moving on into some of the grey areas, lah. I would say. So when is it ever acceptable for someone to portray a person of another race? Because there have been portrayals in Singapore that did not garner the sort of anger that I think Dennis Chu or Desmond Tan or Shane Powell's did. So, for example, let's say Michelle Chong. Mm. She's very known for, you know, doing accents, donning certain attires to portray certain characters of different cultures, right? Yeah. First one that comes to mind, I think, The News. Mm. She was Lulu, the Chinese KTV hostess from Slash Pei Tu Mama from yes. China. Yeah. Yes, she was... Lulu. I've always felt that Lulu, the character, is almost like she's not... When you're satirizing someone's behavior that's funny, I think that's okay. But when you're satirizing a person who they are, I feel a bit uncomfortable. I felt that Lulu slightly crossed that line for me mm-hmm. because it was this idea that, oh, she's Chinese, so she cannot speak English well. She must speak with a very heavy accent. No, I know a lot of Chinese people speak with a heavy accent. but And I felt that it was playing to that very low stereotype of that idea. Right, and I was that, not comfortable with it. Sure, that whole yeah. superiority complex, right? Yeah. Then let's talk about the other example, a very famous sitcom character, mm-hmm. Pua Chu Kang, okay? Yes. Uh, the contractor that's best in Singapore, JB yes. and Samsei Batam, right? Gurmit Singh. Played, of course, by Gurmit Singh. He's playing a Chinese man and why wasn't there backlash to this? You know, is that okay and why are we okay with it? Sakti, do you want to share your thoughts? I think kind of to go into all of this, I think the first thing is, I guess we established that we can't do paint your skin. Number two, just act the character. You know, there's a lot more to what a person is like. Mm-hmm. And just to kind of rebut what you said mm-hmm. earlier, I think the character of, what was her name? Lulu, right? Lulu, yeah. It's 50-50 for me. I think it's okay because you're kind of satirizing a person, a character, not a person, rather a character. All of this comes back to me to whether it's funny or not. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Whether it's funny or not and what you're making fun of. So for both characters, the ones that Michelle Chong has done and for Gamit Singh as well, I think we have to look at what they're making fun of. So they're not making fun of the Chinese. or They're not making fun of mainland Chinese people. They're making fun of a specific character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One is the KTV hostess. One is a One contractor. is a contractor. And I think we've all met contractors. They're kind of like that. Right. <laughs> but the way they act, the way they speak... Sure. It's all there, right? And then he has these sidekicks. So I think that all kind of okay. works to build the character and then, you know, okay. make the joke. Right. Yes. It can't just be, look, there's a Chinese guy. He's like funny because he's Chinese. Okay. Okay, I yeah, see your point. Yeah, you know, we point. had that. I mean, if you look at history, if you look internationally, we had that happening in Hollywood for very long. And mm-hmm. yeah. you know how that was annoying for a long yeah. time a as well. So I also think that when you have characters on TV or in movies where you get an audience has the chance to grow with them and to realise that, okay, although on the surface, yes, they look very crass, very crude. But they have a heart. They have a heart. You know, they have qualities that are very endearing.
thing. Yeah. And I think that if there is some sort of like character growth and the that, substance la, to their characters. The substance to their characters, mm. three dimensional character. It's not just a stereotype, oh, you know, I'm gonna put on this accent, I'm gonna have a mm. doodle, that kind mm. of thing. Then I think that for me becomes okay. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's a person. It's a person mm. who has personality, thoughts and feelings. Right. As opposed yeah. to this is an Indian person. This is a Malay person. Yeah. That can't just be the only identifying kind of quality a character has on, right. on TV, on mm. television show, on movie or whatever. Mm. So that's the thing, right? Yeah. You have to be more than just your race or again, more than just a certain stereotype. So what's the lesson here for celebrities? I think every single person involved in the ePay ad, from people who were drafting the ideas to mm. people who were working with Dennis Chu to get Dennis Chu on board to Dennis Chu himself, nobody stopped to say, hey guys, maybe let's not paint his skin brown. <laughs> By the way, the agency was Havas, wasn't it? Yeah, it's Havas, 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 yeah, yeah. Havas yeah. Worldwide. Yeah, so talking about the layers that this this whole uh, ad must have gone through and every other thing that you've talked about thus far, we have to think, why were they number one okay with this number two why was no one not okay with it mm. and what was like the kind of motivations behind them doing this did they just get paid for the job and just say let's just get the job done we'll do it this way it kind of works let's just move on I think the lesson here for celebrities is that you have to think about what you're standing for right you have to think about what you put your face to it's like you don't want to recommend a skincare product that you know is bad like you want to align yourself with projects that have positive values. You want to align yourself with products that have positive values. I have no doubt that ePay might be a great thing, but the way they chose to portray this is not great. And I think Dennis Chu, at the level that he is at, mm-hmm. he's a veteran. He is a marketable dude, right? Yeah. He is a bankable dude. He's shown that he has audiences. So I'm sure he has the power to say no. So mm. the fact that he didn't say no shows me that he either must have thought that there wasn't a problem with this. And not I, just celebrities, yeah. Jen. I mean, not just celebrities. Not influencers, even normal people like you and I, right? You know, yes. what do we stand for? Exactly. You know, this is our countries, our society. Okay, what do we stand for? Are we, you know, when we hear casual racist remarks or all these microaggressions, microaggressions yeah. right? That are so rampant around us, mm-hmm. right? Are we going to stand up and speak up? What yes. do you think, Sakti? It's a bit difficult to expect for everyone to do that. We have to find ignorance, number one. Mm-hmm. And the only way to do that is to talk to people. It's a two-way street, right? I know like a lot of people like to say that as a person of colour, as, pers- as a minority, it's not up to me to educate people. It is not, but it would be better if we did. But then how are you going to make it better, right? You've got to teach these people. Maybe teach is, is too strong a word. Teach is too condescending engage. in a way. Yeah. yeah, engage, definitely. You talk to people and then people get to know you and then people think, hey, this guy is not that much different from me. Maybe yeah. being Indian is not that funny. Maybe being Malay is not that funny. Being yeah. Chinese is not that funny. I'm not saying don't make jokes. But just be mindful what you make jokes of. Yeah. Yeah. But it stems really from that word teach also, and it's about education. I'm not just talking about education in the classroom at schools where you, yeah. you know, wear cultural attire for racial harmony day. I'm talking it's about day to day education. Day to day at home. Yes. What do you, as a parent, tell your kid when between or when, your friends? Your do friends, you point out when your friends are being ignorant? And you know, actually, as ma- as messy as this whole Dennis Chu mm-hmm. ad has been and everything, and you know, even with the whole rap music video and all that, as messy as this whole affair has been. <laughs> I'm actually kind of glad it happened because if it didn't happen we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation the whole country would have been having this conversation at this point I feel like we should be expecting better this should not be happening first of all like this is not the first time it has happened so like Mm -hmm. this is not something we should still be talking about we should Mm -hmm. be acting and also hey hello we are in Singapore how many rules we have you're telling me we have no rules about this so that number one 
very very annoying yeah mm-hmm. i'm like i don't see any reason why this must keep happening again and again i hope it doesn't happen anymore mm-hmm. but i'm convinced it will uh-huh mm-hmm. so like i will not be surprised yeah maybe people should be thinking about you know doing better it's yeah. very easy right it's not hard to do okay if you are chinese go and talk to an indian person today if you're indian talk to a chinese person today and not like talk to them to like you know just for a bit of fun but like Talk to them, find out what they like. Be genuine. Race relations not that difficult. Have relations. That's where it begins. All right. On that note, we'll catch you guys next time. This was our special guest, Sakti. She's Jen. He's Sam Joe. And we are Pop, Pop Vultures. Vultures. Thank you for listening. Bye bye. That was an SPH podcast by the Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast at sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times and The Business Times online.